Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's Charity Stripe at your free throws because they're free. Fisher Disopolis, the head coaching hires in the NFL are officially done. Those listening to the Mightier 1090 ESPN, shout out to you and your families. The head coaching hires go as followed. Ready? Chargers, Ready. Jim. Go. Oh, okay. Chargers, Jim Harbaugh, Titans, Brian Callahan, uh, Raiders, and Tony. I don't know why that reminded me of the miracle when they're reading out the hockey players. So like Callahan, you know what I'm saying? That part. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Great, great, great movie. Uh, Raiders, Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach. The Water Falcons bringing on Mike McDonald, uh, defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, who were just eliminated. He's also the defensive coordinator prior to being the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens and the Michigan Wolverines in 2021. Fun little bit. Uh, the Thurs, David Canales. He was the Bucks offensive coordinator and the Seahawks QB coach with the resurgence of Geno Smith. Very interesting hire there. Falcons hire Raheem Morris, who's so much younger than I thought. I forgot how young he was. He was 32 when he was initially hired by the Bucks. I think that deserves to be mentioned. Patriots bring up Gerard Mayo from the ranks. And the Commanders officially today hire Dan Quinn from the Dallas Cowboys, which means the defensive coordinator vacancy in Dallas is now open. Billy B, doubt it, but would be fun. Um, okay. Chargers, I think we love, right? If we were to give it like a letter grade, I, I think we love that hire by them, Jim Harbaugh. It's safe to say, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think this is the biggest offseason win the Chargers have had in some time. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, I, I'm cool labeling it, at a, labeling it as such. The Water Falcons, I actually – a lot of I first-time mean, head coaches here, McDonald, Callahan, Canales – Gerard Mike McDonald Mayo. now the youngest head coach. So they went from having the oldest head coach in the NFL with Pete Carroll to the youngest head coach. McDonald is 36 years old. You mentioned he was at Michigan. He was only in he's only been in the NFL as a DC for two years. Mm-hmm. Um now the Ravens defense has been tremendous the last two seasons. They were the best unit in football during the regular season. And let's call it uh David Spade a David Spade, as you like to say, it's not like it was their fault that they lost in the game no. against the Chiefs. Um, they had not. a tremendous, they had, while, while, you know, Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey diced them in the first two drives, they put up uh, a fantastic second half, made great adjustments. You know, I credit the DC heavily for those. And I think the game script went punt, 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 kneel for the Chiefs mm-hmm. in the second half. So uh, they did what they needed to do it was the offense that fell short. Um, McDonald has some good, young pieces on that defense, but it was one of the weaker units in the NFL, despite making a a good trade during the regular season to get Leonard Williams in the mix in the middle of their, you know, their interior defensive line. Um, But yeah, he's young and he's never done it before. So it was, it's a risky play, but 
I have to feel somewhat good about it. I, I'm not like I'm certainly not against the hire. I wouldn't rank it as my lowest hire. I like the hire. I think they have good defensive pieces. Hopefully, he can get a lot of the def- out of the defensive backfield, which would be nice. Um, they have some good long guys back there. Woolen took a bit of a step back in his sophomore season. Witherspoon was really nice as a rookie, so hoping okay. he could come in and, and and amplify those guys still as Bobby Wagner. Um, they, hopefully, they bring back Leonard Williams. I, th- I believe he's a free agent, right? But hopefully, they bring him back. In, who he was traded. For from the New York giants for via the New York jets. Um, there's guys there and you know, it's, he's not starting from scratch, right? He's got his first round pick. He's not like bleeding for, he doesn't have a second round pick from the Leonard Williams deal, but they're not bleeding draft picks. He's got his first round pick. He's got good players, offensive playmakers on the offensive side of the football to work with. So he, he's got, he's got a good starting point. So I actually really like that hire. Um, I do think they had, the Ravens had a lot of talent to work with on the defense, uh, a lot more so I think you're also alluding to than the Seattle Seahawks do. But I, nonetheless, I think the Water Falcons are in – sorry, I, I misspoke. The Water Falcons, not the Seattle Seahawks. The Water Falcons are in great shape with this hire. I think it was a really strong hire, and it's good to go younger. Why not? I didn't love – Here's the, here are the hires that I have some questions on. Mm-hmm. The Antonio Pierce hire, you have to. He won the locker room. They were better with him. Like he 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 earned the job, in my opinion. I like the Dan Quinn hire more so for the commanders, less so for Dan Quinn. I think that's a real uphill battle. Um, so I wouldn't put that as my worst, but I wouldn't put it as my best. Patriots, similar situation to Antonio Pierce. Um, I, I think you got to go with Gerard Mayo. They want to keep it in the family. They want to keep it in the, you know, the realm of what Bill was doing on that defense. So I very much enjoy that hire. Um, but it wasn't, you know, necessarily the sexiest of picks, right? He doesn't have the most experience calling the defense, calling the plays as, as some of these other guys do. So I, I think it's a really great hire player, you know, former player, potentially a player's coach, right? Some, you know, I'm, as a Patriots fan, I'm hopeful for Gerard Mayo, but Definitely not the best hire with that being Harbaugh. And I like the Mike McDaniel hire. Dave Canales is probably the most interesting hire by the Thursday. Mike Mike McDonald hire. Mike, it's gonna get it's gonna get confusing now with Mike McDaniel. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. In 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 Miami, of course, Mike McDonald. I'm not even gonna apologize for it. I think the Callahan hire was solid. Makes sense the work he did with Browning and, and obviously Burrow. But the Dave Canales hire is definitely the most interesting to me, and that's because. While he had amazing success with Baker and Geno Smith, and there's no denying that, the weapons that those guys had and the offensive line work that that team had done in the draft, I, I think that I think that the Panthers is more of an uphill battle. It's definitely the most uphill battle. You don't have your first first overall pick, let alone first round pick. Yeah, you have a you have a young QB. You don't have any weapons. Your offensive line is weak. It's a stark difference from going from, yes, Baker, who has had his ups and downs, but by and large is a good quarterback, proven so. Mike Evans, Chris Galvin, Rashad White, Kate Otten, you know, Palmer, Tristan Wirfs. Prior to that, you know, they had drafted a bunch of tackles in Seattle. You had DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, right? And, and, and yeah. a stable of running backs. I think it's a. I think he's got the biggest uphill battle, in my opinion. I know it took a long-winded way to get there, but I, I think it's a very not a bad hire by the Panthers. But I think it's a really tough situation well, for him to build back from. Yeah, everyone that's being slotted into that position is in was going to be in a tough position, right? And you look at the rest of these head coaches, and you've already mentioned that a lot of these guys are defensive-minded, um, right? McDonald, Quinn, 
Mayo. Um, Morris. The, Morris. The list keeps going on and on, right? Ben Johnson stayed in Detroit. So the one offensive guru was not even available. And, you know, apparently the number that it would have taken him to get him to Washington or who else, you know, if we had had a clean slate from the coaching standpoint before Ben Johnson was entertaining offers, no one w- would have wanted to pay the price, apparently. So I, uh, I mean, Canales is the only offensive minded guy. He's a guy that's helped quarterbacks get back to where their talent lied. And that's what you have to have. You can't have Bryce Young spoil, right? You spent a, a one, one on this guy. So that more. has to be right. Exactly. You spend even more than that. So you better make sure that this asset retains its value, whether it's on the field or, or in a trade. Um, and you need him, you want him to be your franchise quarterback. So you don't, you don't even want to think about having to trade him. You want him to step up. You want him to play good football next year and for the years to come. And you have a draft. No, you don't have your first round pick, but you, it's a very deep wide receiver draft and he's going to need some help on the outside. Of course he needs help from a protection standpoint. Um, but you know, Baker and Gino are guys that are mobile and can move around a little bit. And there actually were a couple of games where, where Bryce, I don't necessarily know if it was happy feet, but he displayed some of his running ability and his prowess. Of course, that's a guy that can't take the same hits that Geno Smith can take. Um, you know, Baker also is a little bit thicker than Bryce Young is, if not even a couple inches taller, maybe just one, but um, he'll get him out of the pocket. He'll get him moving. I think it was the best available hire that that they had at their disposal as far as Tepper and the Panthers. And I think that's what they did. Now, does it mean it's going to be a success? I have no idea. I'd likely say no, right? Because mm. they just seem to be so much further behind than every other NFL team right now from a personnel standpoint. But um, maybe outside the Cardinals, but the Cardinals have Kyler Murray and the Cardinals have a coach who put a really good season together last year. So that guy's a step ahead of where Canales is going to be coming in year one. Yeah. And they, and um, they have, they, they, the, the Cardinals have some semblance of something going on and they had the fourth overall pick. Uh, the Cardinals right. situation is definitely is head and shoulders to me better than the Panthers. I look, and I'm looking right now. Also, I want to, you know, cause a lot of, a lot's been made about the chargers lack of cap space. The Seahawks are also in the negative. I think that's an important thing to throw into, the especially for you were identifying that they have a lot of personnel on the defense. We didn't even mention our guy, Hookem Horns, Quandre Diggs. They don't really, they don't have an elite pass rusher, and that's where they fall short defensively, right? They also have Jordan Brooks. They've got a solid linebacker. They've got a good linebacking core. They've got some nice, talented yeah, DBs on the Wagner. outside. Yeah, good safeties over the top. But if you can't rush, rush the passer, you, you know you're going to be in trouble, especially in a division with Matt Stafford. Brock Purdy and all those weapons um, and uh, and and Kyler Murray coming back to full health and then probably getting a very talented wide receiver to pair with him. I like them. I like them as a, they're going to take a defensive lineman in Seattle, right? I'm interested to see who it is. It could be, I don't think Dallas Turner falls to them. I think they're at what, 15 or yep. something like that. I don't think Dallas Turner falls to them. Jared Verse, Florida State defensive edge rushers. He may. Liatu Latu is could from ucla he's gonna be all over that he's killing it he yeah, should I mean, be a top t- he should be a top 10 pick like look i'm telling you like he might he, he might get picked over they might he might not be available for them at that at that 15 spot so if those three guys are off the board right my top three guys verse turner and latu at the edge spots are off the board i'm seattle sitting there what 15 or 16 i can't remember 
Um, I'm probably moving back, and I hate to be a little biased here, but look what just looking at the success he had with Matabuka in the interior defensive line, that guy's gonna get paid by the Baltimore Ravens. That's a spot for like a Newton, the defensive tackle from Illinois, if he falls right, because he, his his gap is huge. It's a spot for either of our guys, Sweat and Murphy, are the defensive tackle spots. Maybe even Byron Murphy, if he's looking to really rush the passer from the interior. That could be an if Byron Murphy wants to end up in the first round, which is completely plausible, he's going to be a top 50 pick. Seattle is a place I'd be looking if they continue, if they trade back from 16. Yeah. So I like that. I, I like that thought process. Um, I digress though. I, I think it's worth mentioning though, while we're on the head coaching spots, Panthers, Raiders have a lot of cap space to work with. That's great. The top three cap spaces to work with the commanders, Titans, Patriots, all new head coaches. Um, Falcons in the middle. They're still in the green now. Um, a little behind the Panthers. So these guys point being are going to be able to bring in some of their guys. Right. Or the guys they want and money talks in the NFL. That's why there's a cap space. Like, you know, it's not like baseball where like, all right, it's like Yankees, Dodgers, the giants are going to be in the mix. There's anyone going to sign with them? Probably not. But you know, who's really in the mix always for these big free agents. No, like we we've seen the Jacksonville Jaguars in previous years go from pretty crappy to pretty good because they were able to throw some cap around and they threw it in the right ways. So I, I think that's something to be weird. It, you know, the worked out, it worked for like I think the Raheem Morris thing. A lot of people are poo-pooing it because he had a, he was with them prior. Like he didn't come on as the head coach, but he's a two-time Super Bowl winner. Once as a defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, and they've had a really good defense, and they had a really good free agency last year from the defensive side, from a defensive standpoint in Atlanta. They yeah. could do it again. He just the, the thing with the Falcons, they just got to get a quarterback. Well, I. But I'm also excited that they brought in Zach Robinson as their offensive coordinator, yes, who yes, has a good relationship I mean. already with Raheem Morris. I, I've been at coffee. And, but thank and, you for bringing that up. And and also just was able to get the best out of a rookie wide receiver and a second year running back. Yes, who did. you know any other team had, had did not have as a guy to break out this season. So Robinson got the best out of Kyron Williams. Got the best out of Puka Nakua. Um, really productive you know, Rams offense this past year, of course you had an excellent signal caller, right? You have Matt Stafford, one of the best in the leagues. Um, so the quarterback is a question, but I do think as far as getting the best out of your offensive weapons with London, with Bijan, with Algier, who's still there with Pitts, with Janu, like there are weapons on that team. They just got to get a guy who can connect the dots. And I think Robinson will be very, very helpful. And it's something that Morris won't have to worry about as much, right? Outside of like, game managing the offense but he can let robinson do all the heavy lifting there yeah i mean arthur smith former head coach going to be the offensive coordinator for pittsburgh he runs the football right but they yep. brought in a bunch of personnel that's not a football like kyle pitts is a receiving tight end drake london's a wide receiver Bijan is a great running back but he's a do-it-all running back like almost like more of a bruiser running back would almost be tyler algier right like Bijan is a tough runner but he's not derrick henry you know I would imagine in the in the NFL he could be on the Christian McCaffrey train, which again, Christian McCaffrey is a tough mother effer, right? He's a he's a beast, but nonetheless, like he's. But more even if like, you have Bijan in there, the defense loads the box because they know how talented Bijan is. You better have a guy that can that can hit the outside, that can make throws across the middle and execute an offense, 100%. or else you're kind of wasting the talent and the the almost you know the um, the faint 
that is Bijan and putting him in the backfield. I think that's part of the reason why Algier was more effective than him is because they knew exactly what they wanted to do. They used their big guys up front. And when Algier got in there, it's very one track minded and he's a tough runner. He's a, he's a tough SOB. I like, he's a tough SOB. I like him a lot. I, I like, I like what they got. I, I think I love, thank you for bringing up the Robinson things. That's something I wanted to bring up. Um, but it slipped my mind again. No caffeine. I, I think they have everything there minus the quarterback, which I know, Oh, you don't have a QB, but like if you have everything else and you're sitting there at eight, I, I still think Ricky Morris, is good. I think that's where like one of the edge guys goes. I think he has, all right, we'll just continue to stockpile the defense and have a really strong defense in the, in the NFC South. Like we'll, we'll dominate the Panthers when both those games will, we'll set the worst split with new Orleans and then we'll try to split with Tampa Bay. And then all of a sudden we're four and two in the division. Like that again, that gets you to the playoffs potentially. You have to be. Yeah, to I, I think unless they identify that whoever is available to them is an elite tackle, then you can always take more offensive linemen and rotate those guys in. Like I really like. I, don't, I have no, I don't, I have no I don't problem with them picking on the line on either side of the ball. Yeah, um, they're a move back candidate too. I think they there's just like there's. We'll see what happens with Penix. I think he's just such like a he could be like a day one pick. It's like a what was the guy Malik Willis. Malik Willis could have gone in the top 10. I remember, like, oh, the Lions traded up to get him. Like they took Jamison Williams, and then Malik Willis goes in the third round. Like that could be Michael Penix, quite frankly. He could be a top 10 pick or he could be a third, a second round pick. Yeah, um, I think coming from Washington, coming off of a national championship appearance is a little different than being the the quarterback at Liberty, but sure. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Right. Like the I, way I, that he won't slip that fall is my point, but he he that far, but he could slip a little bit for sure. Well, Bo Nix is plummeting like a rock in mobile Alabama apparently. So that there's that. And then JJ McCarthy, we'll see how he tests. Like you brought up a speed countless times. Like I think that's going to be a major thing for him at the combine to see if he can sneak in the first round. I think Russell Wilson's probably the guy in Atlanta, right? Get him on a cheaper, way cheaper deal than he was on in Denver. Do you, do you like Russ there more than fields? No, now, you you don't have to give anything up for Russ, right? That's the good. You just thing. sign him. Well, if you get if I if I could do Russ for three for three for thirty nine, I'm into that because I'm eventually gonna have to pay Fields, and and I I don't necessarily want to give up a second round pick because you're talking like a deep wide receiver class. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons and I could get an edge guy at eight, and I'm sitting there in the second round with whatever pick I have in the second round, and I can move up. Let's say Lad McConkey falls out of the first round. He's killing it at the senior ball. We knew he was a really good receiver at Georgia, and we want to keep that a hometown kid. And I like I like his style. I like him across from Drake, Drake London. I think they complement each other really well. And he's falling a little bit. You want to use that second round pick to move up and get him, keep the kid home. Like I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not saying, oh yeah, a receiver over Justin Fields, the quarterback's the most important position. But I, I like having my picks. I really do. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm cool on either guy for Atlanta. I think Justin Fields goes to Atlanta and he's great. I think Justin Fields goes to Vegas and I think he's really good. I think anywhere he goes, I think he could be really strong. I think if he stays in Chicago, he's going to be really good. I think he's continued to progress. He just has yep. to stay healthy is the real deal. But I think all signs point to Chicago moving on from him. Those are the head coaching hires. We'll see how they perform real quick. I threw it up. I threw it up on uh, our Instagram. Does five Super Bowls get it? Does he have to hit seven Super Bowls and like 10 appearances? Does he have to hit the eight appearances or will he never be the GOAT? Tom Brady, can he be passed by Patrick Mahomes? Can Patrick Mahomes be the GOAT? Five Super Bowls, seven Super Bowls. Like what does he need? Well, I on this topic, I'm a little less biased, I would say. So I actually am interested. Well, I'm asking, that's why I'm asking you. Um 
Look, I think if he wins three, the conversations will start. They will have to because of they have to. Um, and not even just like the conversation of, oh, he's on track. He's already on track, right? Like we can be honest about that. Um, I think the conversations, people will make claims that he's already better than Brady um, if he wins three. To me, if he wins four, I'm I'm going to be hard-pressed not to pick him just pound for pound, guy versus guy. And I don't care that Brady beat Mahomes. Guys get better as they get older. Like and, Brady, and especially was, Brady was good four, in that game, but he didn't necessarily beat Mahomes. Right. Their defense was fantastic, and the offensive line for Mahomes was abysmal. They were completely depleted completely injured and Mahomes actually I think even outplayed Brady in my opinion in that game as far as what he did for his team now Brady won the game that's what really really matters um if he wins four and he doesn't have Travis Kelsey like we've seen Brady win without now and that was kind of one of the big kickers was he left Bill he goes to Tampa Bay and he wins again Right, a team that hadn't even been in the playoffs. Yes, they had a good, they had a good roster, they had a good coach, they had good things in place. But he was able to not only take them to the playoffs, but take them to the the apex of the mountaintop and win the Super Bowl, do the damn thing. So, if Mahomes can win without, if Travis Kelsey, if they win this year and he retires, and Mahomes then wins without him with Andy Reid still, because I think at this point, why would Andy Reid go anywhere else while Patrick Mahomes is playing? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really, really hard for me not to say that they're at least at equal standing. And then yeah. if he wins, and then if he wins five, I don't. At that at that point, I'm like, okay. Well, it's still, it's still to me, it's the LeBron James thing. It's yeah. like I like. I think it's it's really not though because of the way that they play the game. Seriously, that's that's the one distinction that is very, very true between these two players. Brady is a pocket passer, and yeah. and you can't like knock Michael Jordan for being like one of the best athletic specimens to ever play the game of basketball ever, because it is true I just, as well. I, I, I also think there's aspects about LeBron James though, that like, like that are more freakish than MJ has. There are more aspects of Patrick Mahomes that are more freakish than Tom Brady. There just are. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I'd also, I mean, you're also talking about it's a size where, strength. It's like, it's, it's past yeah, but it's, it's two different sports though. It's I'm and, just, and I think and I think in that comparison it, it becomes really important for the basketball side of things because you can have so much like the defense still will need to be good. Spagnola's defense will still need to be good for well, there's a whole other a there's a whole other factor of the game you can't control. And I think for Tom Brady, as impressive as it was, him going to Tampa Bay and winning it, it's unbelievable. But let's not like be like, okay, Tampa Bay was a bad team. They were almost a playoff team. Their quarterback legitimate how many times have we said this? Legitimately. Not like, oh, he threw like 30. No, he threw 30 picks. That's not even fumbles, dude. The guy threw 30 interceptions the year before. Yeah. Which and, is like and for for you to to weigh in on, this is the best defense that the Chiefs have had. Where does this rank in the Super Bowl teams that won for the Patriots? Oh, come on. Where does this rank in defenses? This Kansas last, City Chiefs defense. Yeah. Last. Of course. Not even close. And they're Bro, you have Hall incredible. of Famers. And you and you do have a Hall of Famer on the Chiefs defense, right? At Chris least a Hall Jones. of Fame talent Chris in Chris Jones. Jones. Yes. Sure. But the other guys are young. I mean, it doesn't mean they they can't get Seymour, better. More Wilford, Ty Law, Bruce. Not, Dr- right. I mean, it's not right. Rodney Harrison. It's like that's why that's, that's why I say it. That's why I break it's, it down. 
Lawyer Malloy. It's like Murderer's Row in New England. Like all the guys yeah. that have like, played on. There was one year we had legitimately one year we had Darrell Revis for like one year we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was yeah. like like the guys that he brings in to win. Gilly, like these guys are like Hall of Famers, like across all across generations. Like, yeah, it, it all matters. It all has to row in the same direction. But I'm with you. I think five does it for me, just because he's so talented and he's 28. If he wins his third Super Bowl and his twenty and his third Super Bowl MVP, three Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs by age twenty eight, like everyone, like I, I, I put up like oh the top five quarterbacks of all time. I had him third. Everyone's like Bart Starr, I'm like Ligma with Bart Starr. No, if he if he wins three, he's, he's three. He's he's tier one, unquestionably. Yeah, he's better than Rogers. Better than he's already better than Rogers. Breeze Roethlisberger. Yeah. Eli and I mean, if you if you list him out with Tom and Peyton, I mean, is it it's kind of hard not to put him ahead of Peyton if he wins three? Hundred percent. I have a, I have Peyton at two. I think Peyton pound for pound is the best quarterback, but like I think Mahomes is itching that, and I think that he jumps like like what what would Montana have done without Jerry Rice? I don't know. It's like a huge hypothetical, and I and I know Kelsey's a beast, but like you took Tyreek Hill was the best receiver arguably in football off Patrick Mahomes. He won the Super Bowl the next year. Yeah, like it's pretty damn impressive. I don't know. I I I think he's 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 knocking on the door to be in that conversation. He's that level of he's that level of greatness. Um, and it's going to be an interesting battle on Sunday because that Niners team top to bottom. You can't leave it. They're they're the kind of team that like they're not like Baltimore. Baltimore kind of crumbled. Um and beat themselves. Uh, the 49ers are calm, cool, collected in the pocket, like their quarterback and like their head coach. And I think that ultimately, they don't, I, I don't think they want to do what they did the last two absolutely, wins in the playoffs. Not. I think let's let's be, not come back from a, a no, and it's going to be, it's going to be tougher to do against the Kansas city chiefs. I think I near, I say it will be impossible to do against the Kansas city chiefs. I think Very more than fair. any other game that they've had to play this season. Of course, it's the highest pressure game, but you have to get out early on this team and you have to you have to force Mahomes into a position where without the same weapons as he has had or that he had two years ago you force him to come back on you you force him to make plays and then your linebackers across the middle can try and do what the Ravens were not able to do stymie Travis Kelsey and and make MVS beat you make Rashi Rice beat you MVS, right like, that's make like Pacheco beat you out of the backfield you yeah Tony I don't know is he gonna play in the, I have no idea if he's no, gonna you play saw, in this you game. saw the bar stool you saw the PMT guys when Tony was like did yeah, he have a kid like, though is that why he actually was sitting out of the game I don't know. He's like, they're sitting me. I'm not hurt. And then the, I think P I think PFT was like, yeah, we know that they're trying to save face for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining it. Yeah. It's, yeah You're ruining funny. It so, so funny. I, the yeah. last thing I would, I, I want to yeah. say one thing on the chiefs defense, and then I'll let, you, I'll let you close. Then we'll go to NBA on the chiefs defensive side of things. Your boy, Carl Loftis, your, your uh, Greek homie and McDuffie was the same draft. Remember they were like, Oh, they didn't take a receiver. To and replace Pache Tyreek Hill and Pacheco. Well, that's later. I'm saying that's first round. So yeah, home run, home run, home run, home run. Of course. First round though, they didn't go receiver. They balked a going receiver, and everyone's like, "What are they doing?" They went McDuffie and Karloftis. They are unbelievable. They are unbelievable at scouting on defense, bro. They might be. Well, and and the offensive line too. 
Yeah, but they bring guys in. I'm like, hold up. I'm now I'm now I'm in a freaking like uh tailspin of like you you say what you were gonna say and then I'll I'll pull up this death chart that I want to look at. Um I, I didn't really have much else to add, although I will be oh, rooting for it, despite what I said about Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and them winning and Travis Kelsey and them winning their third Super Bowl or being on the precipice of that. I will be rooting for the 49ers. I want to see parody in this league. I was just about to ask you who is the team in the AFC that can come roaring back next year and maybe take down Mahomes in the AFC title. There's only two guys that have done it so far, right? He's been to six AFC championships in a row. And there's the one, the one guy that beat him, you know, comes back fully healthy next season. And you don't think so you're out on this team. Uh, and, and I'm referring to the Bengals. He's scaring me, bro. Because of how frequent these injuries are becoming. This is giving is starting to give Andrew Luck vibes for me. Yeah. I'm well, also, not sure if T Higgins will be back, right? Because he could go somewhere else and be a wide receiver one and get paid like a wide receiver one. And he lost his offensive coordinator. And he lost his OC. Yeah. So, no. I'm actually out on them being the team that does it next year. Well, some, where are you on the Ravens though? What's your temperature on, on them? Coming, I, need to see who they bring in as the, I need to see who they bring in as the defensive coordinator. Fine. Yep. But I, their, their talent I'm all in on. Of course you have the MVP. I'm in on you being able to do it. The team that I'm probably, well, the, M- the MVP who offensively fell short in the AFC championship, oh, sure, which but I'm acknowledging that you have to rise to new heights when you're trying to beat, the the Kansas City Chiefs. Like here's it, the one thing that I'm I'm hearing penalties. I'm hearing this. Yeah, maybe there are calls, whatever, both ways. Here's what I'm saying. No one is talking about really, or maybe they should be talking about it. There would have been a tie game if Zay Flowers doesn't fumble. Tie game. Yeah. So I'm in on the Ravens being able to do it. I'm always in on them. Unfortunately, I don't like them. You mean able to get back? Yeah. I think the team that I think my second team would probably if you give me make me pick two teams. If there's a team that could take down Mahomes or at least give him a run for his money next year that I think is legit and I think is continuously going to get better that I don't think was a flash in the pan and a fluke in their first go-around, yes, there will be tape on them and they're going to have to adjust. But the Houston and Texans are real. And they are serious. They're better than the Colts. They're better than the Titans. They're better than the Jaguars. They're winning that division. No questions asked. Bills, I don't know. They can't do it. They You like... It gets to a point where, like, I'm here's well, another, I mean, cro- let's be fair. Here's another they, cross they, board they, analogy for you. Like, Max fair, Holloway though. can't keep fighting Volkanovsky in UFC because he's never going to beat him. Yeah. Again. I think we have to be fair, though, and say that the Bills, the Bills played the Chiefs better than the Ravens did. They were closer to winning that game. They'll never beat them, bro. Until they beat them. At least I They'll don't have to worry about it. them scoring points. And that's what I had to worry about with the Ravens couldn't score points, but the bills could, the bills couldn't defend, but the Ravens could, right? Like, it's like, how about we combine both teams to beat the superpower that is the chiefs. That's I'm with you. Like I would love some parody. Like this is, it's ridiculous. Again, like going back to my LeBron James comparison, sorry, I'm adjusting myself going back to my LeBron James comparison. The thing with the, the, the comp there is like every year, LeBron was in the finals. Went to 10 straight finals. Yeah, but I four of the last five Super Bowls. And it's harder to go to the Super Bowl than it is to go to the NBA finals. It's harder to go to the Super Bowl. And I would also mention that like 
we have we do have parity, right? Because if you look at the quarterbacks now, and you talk about Joe Burrow, and you talk about Justin Herbert, you talk about Lamar Jackson, you talk about Josh Allen. I'm just focusing on the AFC because that is the route to get to the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. You talk about all-time quarterbacks. You were just mentioning where Mahomes is. All four of those guys could end up as top 30 QBs of all time. Some of them are already sniffing that. Lamar already has two MVPs. Joe Burrow's already been to a Super Bowl. Like Justin Herbert now gets paired with a head coach who I think can build a culture to sustain winning for a Chargers team with a signal caller who I really believe in as a thrower, as a talent, as a decision maker, as a leader, quiet, but yes, still a leader. Like I have the utmost belief in Justin Herbert and what he can do for, for this franchise for, for the next 10 years. Still, I still believe in him. He's dope. I believe in too. He's also banged up a little bit, not as bad as Burrow. But I want to sure. Up. All I'm saying is though, is that like, it's not like it's easy, right? No. It's not like it's, you're beating the, the Pacers who are like, fine. You're beating the, the Bulls who like, oh, like Derek Rose is down. Right. Yeah. And now we get to play like this isn't the Eastern Conference. If you want to cross sport it, these are the, Rap- the best of the, the best. Raptors, DeRozan and Lowry who are never going to be Chris Bosch, like before he gets to Miami. Like these are the best of the best. Yeah, no, I'm I, I, I'm not saying it's an easy road, but there again, there are fuller things on the team. Like there are the, the, there's the defensive side of the football that a lot of these teams have to meet the Chiefs now at like the Bills, the Bengals, the Chargers are not as strong on defense as the Chiefs are. And so we could talk quarterbacks all we want. That also is going to even things out, and it's going to be a great equalizer. So these teams have to do a lot outside of the quarterback to go and be able to take down Patrick Mahomes, which is why I still like the Ravens, which is why I still like the – I still like – where do the Texans stand on? Let me quickly look at this. Texans have a ton of cap space, and you know dudes are coming down there to play. For Demico yep. Ryan's and CJ Stroud, they're going to bring also in some dudes. Good city to live into. And bang for, your, bang for your buck, though, as far as like what you can buy property wise, like sure, it's it's sure, comfortable. There's sure. good schools there if you have a fan. Like I, there's a lot of appeal for Houston. I'm a Dallas guy, third, in Houston, but like the third best city in this. It's the third best city in the state. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I got you, bro. I I you, I love Dallas. You know I love Dallas. All right, let's go. We love basketball. Let's close it out. NBA quick hitters. Um, all right, Toss. Biggest name traded at the deadline. You give me one or you give me a top three if you want. Um, it feels like it's gotta be DeJounte Murray still. I don't okay. I what the, the ironic thing is that you know we've been hearing for the last month and a half, right? DeJounte Murray to the Lakers. The Lakers are honed in on DeJounte Murray. It could be Russell, but Russell's playing really good basketball. Maybe it'll have to be Reeves. And then all of a sudden, the Hawks play the Lakers, and the Hawks pipe them. And DeJounte Murray has a really good game. And I just find it really interesting. And I know that this shouldn't, like, one game shouldn't affect the discourse of the entire season, the trajectory of an entire of an entire season for one team. But wouldn't you feel kind of silly if you're like, we just beat you. Why are we trading you one of our good players? To bring in, I know, I know it's like, you got to look ahead, right? And the Hawks aren't going anywhere with, with Young and Murray and Murray's not their guy, right? Trey Young is their guy. He's the guy that's putting up 28 points and 11 assists, career highs in both stats. Um, Probably going to be an all-star, although we'll we'll see, you know, the reserves, they they might, he He should should be, be. he should be, which is where I was, I think two, three weeks ago. And I, I still stay firm on that. Um, I just thought it was kind of funny that the Hawks beat the Lakers. That is really funny. 
And yeah. I think even if the Lakers, I'm at the point where if the Lakers bring in DeJounte Murray, let's say that they get rid of Russell because I like Reeves better as a spot-up defender, creator, rises to the moment, more competitive, in my opinion, plays better with LeBron than, than Russell. So if you want to pick that guy, I think it makes a lot of sense to stay on your team. If you're Palinka, you bring in DeJounte Murray. Do I think that they're the best team in the West? Do I think that they're better than Denver when Jokic is playing? Do I think that they're better than the Oklahoma City Thunder even? I don't know. Do I think that they're better than the Los Angeles Clippers? Those, their three stars at full health? Still no. So this Lakers team has to contend and you have to compete for contention by bringing in Murray or, or whoever it is to support LeBron and Anthony Davis as best as you can. But I don't feel like I did maybe month one or month two of the NBA season where I was like, this team, if they ha if they make the right trade, could get right back to the Western Conference Finals like they did last year. I don't feel the same way about them because how could you after watching their team play night in, night out? Um, and of all the teams that I've watched besides the Mavericks the most, it's been the Lakers because of where we live and just the time that they played at night. And uh, I don't know. I, I There's just something wrong about that team right now. And so that's, that's kind of where I am. I mean – if Murray gets traded to answer your original question, Siakam is still a bigger move in my opinion. He's a, he's a fringe all NBA player and Murray's not quite at that level. Um, so that was the biggest move. But if you want to talk impact, it's hard not to look at the OG and an OB trade right now, which neither of us, neither of us were in love with. We thought it was a fair trade for, for both sides. And I think it's worked out well for both sides. I didn't expect it to work out this well for the Knicks. Um, well, I don't. A, I don't think it's just OG. Traction. Well, it's no precious Achua, who. <laughs> Excuse me, Good Lord, need me to sneeze on you like that. Precious Achua, the acquisition of him. I, I think he was a guy we liked, you know, coming out of Memphis in college. I mean, he just never really found his footing anywhere. We always thought he could be a valuable piece, and he's not like you know lighting up the box score, but no, he's but still they, like a but valuable they've needed guy. him without Mitchell Robinson. Yes, they need a big right? body in there, hundred percent. Like I've been banging the drum that they need to get like a big body in there. Like they, they got to go to Washington to get Gafford, Tyus Jones. I mean, look, the Villanova Knicks are unbelievable. They're fun. They're exciting. They're cool. Like think about it. Like these guys are all best bros from college. These are college friends. Like they're dog. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a different and, level and, of friendship. And to be you know complete, and we have to be really honest about it. Like this team is so much better than Randall's first all NBA season when they got to the playoffs and the Knicks had finally gotten back there, back to the playoffs, not back to like the Easter Conference Finals or anything like that. Last year's team was better than that team that Randall, when he had that first All NBA um, award. They could have and gone this to team Eastern is even better than last year's. Year. Yeah. Yeah. And we wouldn't have been that surprised if they had gone to the NBA Finals. I would have been very surprised. But this team is better than that team last year. And I just think it's, I, I don't think they're getting to the finals once again, but maybe. They can get to the, I mean, if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, this is a tough team, man. No one, they will not be an easy out. They are number one on the list right now until Miami gets two weeks away from the playoffs of being the hardest out in the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion. That's, as far as like, who's who's going to drag out a series? Who's going to take you six, seven games? I, I don't know if they're going to beat you, but it's going to be a dogfight and you're going to have a tough time. Yeah, I feel the, the top six teams in the East are really tough. If the seven, if you include Miami, Magic are going to be a walkover. Honestly, yep. Chicago could beat them if this is the eight nine matchup. Indiana is not going to be an easy out with Siakam. 
Okay. They're going to put up a fight. They're going to put up a fight. Especially look, if it's New York versus Indiana with the with the long standing what's gone on like Pacers Knicks, like that's going to be a battle. Like that's going to be that, like, I hope oh, that's oh, what happens. The whole Halliburton, you know, Obi Toppin I, scenario, like I think that's going to be a battle. I think the I Knicks think, will I think the Knicks will bully them, but in in kind of how they bullied Cleveland last year. Although yeah. To the Pacers' credit, they have some some wily vets on that. Like Turner's no spring chicken. Like he's been in the league for a long time. You know, Buddy Heald has been competing in the league for a long time. Like Halberton, yes, this is early days for him. Um, but Siakam, Siakam's been there, right? So they've got they're, they're a, a vet heavy team in a way that the Cavs were not outside of Mitchell last year when they played the Knicks. And Matherin, who's a young NBA player, but he was a veteran college player. Yeah, good he's, just, he's a bulldog too. He just—he's a yeah. beast. I love him. Yeah. He's a great. He's a great. He's just like a you, the perfect, perfect, perfect like fifth or sixth guy on on a championship team. That's like unbelievable. I mean, they're really good. I think they could be dangerous. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm I'm partial to them. Cleveland, are you softening on them, or they're just like again regular season darling? They're gonna like right now. They're matched up against Philly with home court. Like, but th- does that even matter to you? Not really. I. I just don't, I mean, unless they win two at home and then they go to Philly and the Philly fans are booing their team um, and they go, oh, and they, they, the old, they start turn on the Sixers. They, that's great. They, they root against their own team to lose because they're not doing anything. I, I just have a tough time with how well all their other guys besides Mitchell. Mitchell's been playing incredible basketball. Can Jared Allen's been playing all star level. Top, top 15. Can we say it? He's pro, I mean, on his best days, he's like 14, 15. On his worst days, he's, 20. He doesn't get further than 21, 22. He's like a 13 to 20 window guy. He just is. And and part of it is like playoff success and also playoff defense, like just defense in general. He doesn't do enough for his team offensively. Like some of the top 10 guys do where if they're not playing defense, I don't criticize them as much because of how much they do for their team. Like, let's be really honest. This team has been shooting incredibly well. And I just don't know if Nyang and and Struess and the Nyang rest of these guys can. Winner. I love I love George Nyang. I don't know if they can keep it up in a playoff series, right? Like eventually Garland has to come back. Eventually Mobley has to come back. And I don't know. I just think those guys can get beat mentally and yeah. physically in in the playoffs. Allen has been unbelievable as well. Those two guys are playing. Mitchell's playing at an all NBA level. Allen is playing at a surefire all-star level, but I don't believe in them. I just don't. I, that's my, that's how I feel about it. Okay. Maybe they can get to the second round, but I wouldn't see him getting past the second round. All right, let's close it out then. Um, because I was going to say Mikhail Bridges, but it doesn't look like he's going to get traded. They should, they rejected the, the Rockets offer. They should trade Mikhail Bridges, but I guess I'm with you on the Murray train. If you Kuzma would be the, the, the two, you know, the two on that list of, Big names traded. Yeah, Grant um, would be a big one too. I just don't know if they're going to move him. I, well, I don't think they're going to move Jeremy Grant. Yeah. They should. The Knicks go get Jeremy Grant. It'd be freaking crazy. That would the New York Knicks would be able to contend. I really think so. How can your Mavs go to the Western Conference Finals? Or do you want to hear my answer as an unbiased, un- impartial? Do, they, do I think they could go to the Western Conference Finals? I think they could get there. They're not going to win the Western Conference Finals though. On the heroic efforts of Kyrie and Luca, do I think they could win two series? Yes. Do I think they can get past that? Absolutely not. Not even. Do I do I think that they are going to get to the Western Conference Finals? 
I don't, but I do think that with the way that Luca has always elevated his play in the, in the playoffs. And if he elevates his play in the playoffs this year, after he's, he's playing basically playoff level Luca this entire season, I still think he's being undervalued in consideration for the MVP. Now we have to be a top six seed. If we're not, it doesn't matter. But if we end up there, like he has to be at the top of the list, especially now that Embiid is not going to qualify with the amount of games that he's missed. He's and not beloved want- outside of Dallas. He's not marketed outside of Dallas. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm who I don't care about beloved. I'm just talking. I'm just talking about. I'm talking about your MVP basketball. that you want for him. Basketball, yes, but I'm saying like there's other things that go into it, and like I don't sure. think he's got those metrics. I me- I'm with you. The I metrics? Think he has the metrics. The off the court metrics, bro. Oh, okay. Not the on un- relax. Don't I'm with you. The on no, that's why I I think people aren't talking about his metrics. What he's actually doing on the court. He's well, that's my point. I think he's. I think you guys can, without a doubt, go to the Western Conference Finals because when push comes to shove, you have a top four player in the in the National Basketball Association. Yes, you do. Yeah, without a doubt. So you have a top four player, and what's I don't care what you think about Kyrie Irving. If he is on the court, Kyrie Irving is a top fifteen to twenty player in the NBA as well. Yeah, he does not. He, how many games is he like? Yo, that was a bad game. Never really. He never really said bad, bad game. Pretty rarely, bad, bad game. He's pretty. He's pretty hyper efficient. He's fit into his role well. His best ball handler, arguably of all time. Like the guy's got got the thing on on a shoelace. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just we're just in this we're in this terrible pattern in the regular season where it's like we lose we don't have Kyrie for three games, so Luca has to play forty plus minutes three games in a row. Then Luca misses a game. Then Kyrie has. Then Kyrie's back. Then Lively's not playing with Luca. Like. We played the Minnesota Timberwolves last night and we Nobody. got we had no one playing. Josh Green had like 20 points and and Tim Hardaway had to do, you know, like those were the two guys that were on the court. Even Derek Jones wasn't in the game. Dante Exum wasn't in the game. Derek Lively Boy. and Luca and Kyrie Irving. We had five guys that weren't playing. Like we're never going to win a game like that. And unfortunately, it keeps happening when we do get good Luca games and then Luca's not playing when Kyrie's playing. So the recipe that Jason Kidd is putting together to have a successful regular season to put us in a position in the playoffs where we don't have to compete in the play-in and can just have like a sigh of relief and be a top six seed. It's not going to happen unless Jason Kidd changes his rotations. And that's just like the simple fact of the matter. And or Nico Harrison makes a a move to bring in more competent players to give us more depth. You gotta, you gotta get some guys. That's ultimately what I, what I think. I I love the Dante Exum resurgence. It's epic. It's great for him. Yeah. It's great for him. I like Derek Jones. He's fun. He's a good player on the roster. Yeah. Timmy Handjobs has been great. Ultimately, you guys got to go out and make another move because Lively is great. Grant is finally starting to shoot the ball better. Finally. Finally, yeah. I mean, but he's streaky. Derek Lively could be the next Tyson Chandler for y'all. He's that he's good. Really, he's really good. He's that good. And we knew it too. We knew that pick was going to be freaking great. Kudos to us. Um, but Way to go, us. Way to go. You got to make that move, in my opinion. You got to make that second move. If you don't make that second move, then I, or, or that first move, sorry, at the deadline, I guess. And I, I don't know if you guys could win the Western Conference Finals, but if you have Luka, Don, if you have Luka and you have Kyrie Irving suiting up, you can get to the Western Conference Finals. You can go toe to toe with the Clippers, the Suns. I don't know if you could beat Denver. No, we get. Go, I think we'd get waxed if we played Denver in a seven game series in the Western Conference Finals. You could beat Minnesota. You can well, I think any, it looks like anybody can beat Minnesota right now. Anybody can beat Minnesota. Minnesota can beat anybody. The Thunder, not this year. They're just not. I would be shocked if they got to the finals this year. It'd be unbelievable. Uh, I, I think that 
I think you guys are in there. I think you guys are in the mix. Yeah. Pelicans, Thunder, not this year. Pelicans got to do McCollum, by the way. No one, you want to talk about metrics? CJ McCollum is shooting the lights out of the building. It's a great shooter. I love CJ. It's it's great to see him getting his. It's great to see him and Brandon Ingram popping off on teams. They beat the Rockets last shooting, night. Shooting 44% from three. Call him. Kevin, Kevin Durant shooting 45% from three. Kevin Durant's ridiculous. That's a different player. Kevin Durant's ridiculous. I, I know. I just all, All-star level players across the board shooting over 44% that are, not named, that are not named Steph Curry is just – it's yeah. unbelievable how how good the talent is in this league. Yeah, the talent's insane, and the best part is no one's sitting out. Everyone's playing right now, it, which is pretty fantastic. I think no one's talking about that enough. My boy Sabonis, twenty thirteen and eight. I don't know. He's he's cr- he's crushing it. He's crushing it. God, the players are playing great. All right, we'll see you guys next time. Fisher Disopolis, DJ Snacks Man, we'll be back. Uh, hit your free throws because the free we out you. We love you. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.